Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Talks on Unit Therapy. My name is Kat, I am the host, and if you're new or newer and you don't know what Couch Talks is... It is the special bonus episode of Uni Therapy Podcast where I answer questions that you guys send to me and you can send those to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. My name is spelled with a Y, Catherine, K-T-H-R-Y-N. I know it's not the normal way people spell Catherine. And you know what? It actually did affect me growing up because I could never get the like keychains or those necklaces with like the little piece of rice with your name written on it or any of those things that were personalized on like field trips or gas stations, the aquarium, the zoo, any place like that because they always spelt my name K-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. And at one point I tried to change my name to Katie, but it, it didn't stick. So I just never got any of those things. Anyway, if you've been spelling my name K-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, I haven't been getting your emails. So it's Catherine with a Y. I feel like I haven't shared that with you guys yet. So I guess it just felt like the appropriate time. Uh, still working through that experience as a child. Anyway, before we get into today's conversation, I want to give the little disclaimer that I do it on every episode that although I'm a therapist, the podcast is You Need Therapy, this does not serve as a replacement or a substitute for any actual mental health services. Now, I know I just explained couch talks and I said we're going to answer a question that somebody sent in. However, today is a special day because it is the weekend or the week after the weekend of Barbenheimer, which was the release weekend of the Barbie movie and the Oppenheimer movie. I had no intention of seeing either of them, and I saw both of them <laughs> this weekend. I saw Oppenheimer on Friday night with a bunch of friends, and I saw Barbie the next day on a whim. We randomly bought tickets and went with a friend, and both of the movies were, in my opinion, awesome. 
Oppenheimer was very confusing and was so fast. I think that I want to see it again because I think a lot of it would make a lot more sense now that I kind of know what's going on. Barbie, I want to see it again just because it was so good and I laughed so hard. And to be honest, like I said, I went on a whim. I didn't really care much about seeing it. And a friend randomly was like, we should go see the Barbie movie. So I had no idea what I was walking into with the Barbie movie. I actually did a little bit of research before Oppenheimer, but I had no idea what I was walking into. I obviously knew, know what Barbie is, but I didn't know what kind of movie it was supposed to be, what it was supposed to be about. Like, And maybe that's why I didn't really have any interest in going to see it, but I'm so glad I did. And it was a movie that was meant to be, from my experience, both challenging and thought-provoking and entertaining, which I feel people have missed a little bit. And I personally, like I said, thought the movie was hilarious. And often it was that, oh my gosh, this is so funny. I'm laughing because it's true humor. And then deep down you're going like, oh my God, it's true. Like when Barbie responds to an award she was getting by saying, I worked hard, so I deserve this. And everybody laughs because, well, women aren't supposed to say that. And the usual response to award is, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Like, oh, I feel like there's so many other more deserving people out there. I couldn't possibly, but it was just, no, I worked hard and I deserve this. And I thought that was very, I mean, it was funny. It was eye-opening because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine ever saying that. And I left this movie with a lot of thoughts. I had good thoughts. I had some really empowered thoughts, thoughts that I knew were going to bring up some different, more thoughts. And out of all of those thoughts, none of them were centered in my experience around fear. I left being, I left feeling very excited to have conversations about it and validated. That's how I left. Now, I know my experience is different from many others. There's a lot of things that impact how I perceive and, and take in and digest content. One of those I think that makes a big difference in the Barbie movie is being a woman. And very quickly, I learned after watching this movie that a lot of people did not have the same experience as me. People were deeply offended by the movie, um, deeply frightened by the movie, like very frightened, like stay away, keep your kids away. You're, this is going to ruin your salvation. This is going to ruin our country kind of stuff, like very extreme. Now, again, I my experience was I felt empowered, validated, grateful for this movie and also challenged at the same time, which I think is a very cool place to be. And I think that goes back to me saying this movie was supposed to be entertaining and thought provoking. That's a very cool place to be. I don't feel like as a person I have everything figured out. So I'm very open, even though it can be uncomfortable at times to get feedback about myself, my beliefs, what I think, how I act. And this movie kind of hit on some things that maybe I need to do some more digging around on or work on or pay attention to more. Now, for the record, I'm totally fine with anybody disagreeing with how I interpreted the movie because we're all different humans. So we're going to have different experiences. Anyone's allowed to like it. Anyone's allowed to not like it. It just becomes very disheartening when the responses to something that hits on a nerve can be so... I want to say like mean-spirited and hateful and just unkind. We cannot like something and also not have to rip it to shreds. I can not like a meal I get at a restaurant and not have to go to Yelp and give them a zero-star review and tell everybody not to ever go there because it's the worst place in the world. I can just like not go back. 
the thing about this movie that was cool is that it made, makes you think. For a lot of people, including myself, thinking can be scary because what if this changes things? What if the world changes? Well, in the world of Barbie, in, in the Barbie movie, they actually hit on that and they said that's one of the quotes that people are really grabbing onto is, actually, I don't know if this is the direct quote, but it was something along the lines of like, that's life. Like it's constantly changing. If you're living life, you're constantly changing and life is in the world is constantly changing. And the movie had a lot of messages, but the main thing that I felt other than that empowered sense of validation, the main thing I left feeling was a sense of relief. And I think the big thing that people are paying attention to and focusing on is the patriarchy and how they talked about that and how men are portrayed in the movie. And yeah, that is a huge part. And there could be a lot of discussion on this and there is out there. And what felt more important to me than to dissect all of that is the amount I actually felt like I was understood and I was not alone in being that understood. There's a lot of people in that theater that you could like tell by some of the sighs of relief or the certain kinds of laughter. It wasn't just me that feels this pressure that was kind of released in some of the scenes of this movie. I think it was the acknowledgement of a lot of the pressure that I as a woman in this world feels. It was the acknowledgement of that pressure that for a small moment, kind of released some of the pressure and I was not expecting to leave this movie feeling that because the Barbie doll has been a part of our culture that has reinforced some really challenging expectations and unhealthy beauty standards to live up to. So I did not feel like that was what this movie was going to bring me. I was pleasantly surprised And I saw uh, Margot Robbie say in an interview that Barbie went to the moon, like the Barbie doll went to the moon before women were allowed to have credit cards. And so this is saying and giving an example of how Barbie was this example that women could be what they want to be. They could be anything, which is amazing. At the same time, this has gotten a little out of hand because we take that so often to mean that women have to be everything because they can be anything. We can't choose one thing because we can be all of these things. So then we have to be all these things. And that's because we should be grateful that we can be all these things. And we have to take advantage of the ability to do that because we haven't always had that ability. And America Ferrara's character really hit the nail on the head. If you've seen the movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about with her monologue that was near the end. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend going and Googling that. You can find it on the internet right now. I also recommend seeing the movie, but in it, part of what she said, this is just a little chopped up pieces of it. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Part of what she said, this is just a little chopped up pieces of it. It's not the whole thing, but she said, it's literally impossible to be a woman. We have to be extraordinary, but somehow we always are doing it wrong. Not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. And then she went on later to say, I'm so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself in knots so people will like us, which I felt so hard later when Ken never apologized to Barbie. He literally stole her house and Barbie was one to apologize to Ken for leading him on, which sure, maybe she needed to do that. She needed to own up to that. And I think that's a really important part of this movie to remember is that Barbie took accountability for some of the things that she did were that were not cool. Like she should have apologized. She wasn't very kind to Ken and did kind of take advantage of him. And there was acknowledgement of that. And I think that that is so powerful because what it's saying is this isn't a black and white thing. We can say, Hey, what I did isn't cool. And what we're doing right now isn't working. So I can take responsibility and it's not on my fault. And we can work together to find something that actually works for more of us. And I think what I have been seeing is that the movie evoked a lot of discomfort for how men were portrayed in Barbie land which I feel so funny talking about Barbie land, Ken, Barbie. But I think a lot of people did not like that. Ken had no power. He was overlooked and kind of seen as dumb and and shallow at times. And I don't know my interpretation. I don't know that anyone was trying to say that men shouldn't have power and that they are dumb. It was more so a glimpse of what women have been fighting for all of their lives. And the movie was not really about men at all. It's about women and showcasing the reality of what this world would look like if the roles were reversed. And yeah, it was exaggerated at times. And that's where this, the, sometimes you have to do that to drive a a point. And sometimes, I mean, it's a movie. Part of it was entertaining. But again, this really was showcasing the the reality of what it would look like if roles were reversed and what we have grown to just think is normal. It's like accustomed for this kind of universe to just be normal here and Really, if if we flip the script, wait, this isn't cool. And so I want to I wanted to just touch on that because this thing that is so cool, it's this ability to to really show people the the experience that women have, really show them what it looks like. 
None of that is for the purpose, in my experience, of shaming men or making men feel worthless or bad. It's just a picture that can easily be seen. Oh, this makes sense. And you know, one of the most interesting things and one of the things that hit me the most in this movie is after Barbie went and experienced the real world, she said, everyone hates women. Men hate women. Women hate women. It's the one thing that everybody can agree on. And this movie is just a glaring highlight of the impossible place women are in. They put themselves in it and people put them in that position. We are just in this very difficult position and we have our uh, own internal and conscious bias that pit us against each other, even while we're working to untie ourselves of past versions of, of women and, and what women were seen as and how women were treated. We still end up doing that a little to ourselves. This was important to me because in the discussion of equality, in the discussion of gender bias and any of that, in those discussions, we generally tend to call one person to the table and we kind of just like put blame on them. And it's, and it's also their job to change so then we can be better or we can have a better life. There's a lot of canceling. It's like one person's in trouble and like they didn't learn those behaviors or thoughts or beliefs from anybody else. We've just gotten in this routine of pitting one person against another group of people, which makes sense. But I think that what might be more helpful and what I heard in a lot of this movie, again, with my own lens of viewing it, is that we have to call everyone to the table instead of pointing the blame on one person. I guess people generally don't like being called to the table, right? We get defensive really quick. I do it as well. But rarely is it one person's fault and rarely can it be one person's responsibility to shift things alone. And with a fault, it goes back to like people are influenced. And so we also have to look at what are they being influenced by? We learn our beliefs. We learn about the world. We learn about everything by our experiences, by seeing things, by hearing things. We don't have any original thoughts. All of our thoughts from come from things that we've seen, heard, done, experienced. And everyone feels attacked all the time in our current climate. But are we attacking people all the time? Or are we trying to create conversations and really don't know how? And maybe we are attacking people all the time. I also don't know if we just haven't been taught how to have conversations and we haven't been taught how to access what we're really having conversations about. And maybe that's a conversation worth having before we talk about anything else is how do we access what the conversation is really about? How do we bring that to the forefront? And I wrote a post on Instagram on Monday about learning how to love people well. And that's been something that I've really been digging into in my own personal life, learning how to love people well that I don't agree with, that scare me, that have hurt me, like people that I don't have an issue with at all. How do I love them well? And yeah, I mean, people I agree with and people I don't agree with. And what I've come to is the idea that loving people well is less about teaching them what is right and teaching them what is wrong. And it's more about learning how to sit with my own discomfort around differences that I'm experiencing. And I really don't think most of us are good at doing that. I'm often not very good at doing this. I'm learning a lot about my own ability to regulate different people's opinions and, and thought processes. It's hard. And so I could talk about the Barbie movie all day. I really could. I could 
make a podcast that's seven hours long about the Barbie movie. I could interview so many people about some of the stuff that comes up in it. But I want to leave you guys with this more than anything else is I want you to form your own opinions about this movie or don't. I'm very aware that many people won't even watch. I don't know that you'd be listening to this podcast, but I'm very aware that everybody's going to watch this movie. But I want you to form your own opinions. You don't have to interpret things the way I do. Who's to say I have the the best brain out there, you know? But while you hold your own opinions, I want to challenge you to allow others have the, to have theirs without taking it personally. And instead of starting to debate about who is right and who is wrong, what if we started conversations about how you felt watching this movie? If we talked about our feelings, I really think this discourse would be very different. And if we think about it, you know, going back to how a lot of people are focusing on the patriarchy and how there's reverse sexism in this movie and a lot of the critiques are, are, are around kind of how that has been displayed. But if the people that are looking at that or watching that, or maybe they haven't even watched it and that's one of the problems, instead of just talking about the subject matter, what if they talked about what it felt like, what they felt when they saw that? Because if we could express our fear or our anger or our joy, then I think we'd be having a different conversation than we're having now. And we'd be having probably a fruitful conversation. And it will probably lead to a much cooler place and a much more exciting place and a much more just a place where things can actually get done. Because I just feel like when stuff like this comes out and it's polarizing, we just start yelling at each other. Instead of talking about, oh my gosh, I felt so empowered when I watched that. I felt so understood. I felt a sense of relief. And then this other person over here could say, I felt judged and I felt hurt and I felt scared. If we talked about those things, then we actually are going to start to listen to each other because that's what's driving a lot of our, our feelings. You know, I love feelings. That's why they're so important to be able to access and allow ourselves to access and talk about because our feelings are driving forces towards our behaviors. And if I don't allow myself to access my feelings, I'm going to let my driving be, my behaviors be driven by my attempt to avoid those feelings. But our feelings are often things that are leading us to what we need. So then we never even get to what we need. And I know a lot of you have heard me talk about that before, but I just think it's important because it's so like that is tied into all I'm talking about the Barbie movie. And then it comes back to this. It, it always, it's very often coming back to this. And so again, I could talk about so many of these scenes and how awesome they were from my perspective and how I could say all these people that are saying X, Y, Z are wrong and they're hearing it wrong. And, and you know what? I think when it comes down to, they're seeing it differently. They're interpreting it differently. They're having a different experience. And could we have a conversation about that different experience versus saying, you have to watch this and you have to like this and you have to understand why this is good or don't watch this. It's going to send you to hell and the devil's going to take over your soul and it's going to ruin our country. What? What? There's got to be some middle ground there. So if you've seen the movie... Let me know, like share your opinions. What did it bring up with you? I, for you? I'd love to hear that. And we could have conversations about that and open up a space to create change and help people through that versus yelling at each other. I, I don't know. It's just never been helpful long-term. So that is going to do it. 
today. I know Couch Talks was different. I'll get back to the questions next week. If you have any questions, feel free to send them. You can send them Catherine with a Y at uneedtherapypodcast.com. If you have questions about specifically the Barbie movie, I'd love to get them feedback. We can talk about this as a group on, on another episode. If you would like to follow us at Uni Therapy Podcast and at cat.defada on Instagram. And then you can also follow at Three Chords Therapy on Instagram as well. That is my therapy practice that is in Nashville. Until I talk to you guys on Monday, I hope you guys have the day, the week, all of the moments that you need to have. And that is all I have for you for today. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual.